Hey everybody, Ray Bram here. Welcome to the podcast that will help you increase the income and influence of your book, Beyond Royalties. Book Profit Secrets with Ray Bram starts now. Hey everybody, Ray Bram here. Welcome to another amazing session. I'm here with my friend, Philip Duncan, who is a award-winning and Amazon best-selling author. He's also the host of the Powerhouse Authoring Summit, formerly known as the Powerhouse Fiction Summit, but we're going to talk about that uh, coming up. And he's a great example of a success story as an author and building an audience. Philip, welcome aboard. Thanks, Trey. Super excited to be here. I'm supposed to be asking you the questions, but I'm going to do a quick intro. And you saw this in my email the other day, but so literally almost two years ago now, you and I got on the phone. We were doing a done for you summit program. Um, and you took a look at it. You were totally into it. The price tag, you know, was a pretty steep investment. And you said, I'm, you know, I'm going to table this. I want to try to figure out how to do it. And then I recall sending you a video, a re- interview I did with Brian Burney, who you've now interviewed in your summit multiple times and talking about how well he did with summits as a, from a fiction standpoint. And then about a year later, I send you an email and say, Hey, I'm doing this pilot programs for Summit Lab course. So it's a much uh, lower investment than this full done for you product. You go through that. Six months later, you're hosting the Powerhouse Fiction Summit. Six months after that, fast forward, we're to today and you're in the middle of a summit right now. And it's just crushing it by, you know, it's, it's beating my last summit, uh, you know, in numbers wise. So. That's the exciting part I want to talk about to you about from just the author standpoint, the author audience building journey. And so the first question is, give me that same story, but from your point of view, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, I do. When I read that email, it was like taking me back. Yeah, it's, uh, it was crazy. I do remember getting introduced to you. I think you and Paul were the ones doing the call. Um, I had never, I didn't know what a summit was. It had never crossed my mind. I never heard about it. I didn't know what it was. Um, I remember when I first came across it, I was like, mm, I don't know, man, it seems like once I hopped on a call with you guys, I was more confident. But when I first heard about it, I was like, I don't know, this seems pretty like fluffy and, you know, schemey and stuff like that. And, and I got, I get it. Like, it, it sounds like you're, you, you say these things that a summit can do and you're like, there's no way it does that. And I hopped on a phone with you guys. I felt better about it. And then, yeah, the price tag, I just, where I was in my life. I just literally could not do that. Um, and yeah, fast forward a year later, me and you reconnect. Um, and yeah, I got in a summit lab at a much lower cost where I had to do, you know, more work, but I, I, I knew summits now was something I wanted to kind of invest in and kind of get going. Cause I was at my breaking point with my old job and I was really looking for a way out. And yeah, from the time summit lab up till, you know, it was the end of 20, 21 up to March 2022 when I launched my first summit. Um, complete game changer. It, it allowed me to it allowed me some breathing room from where I left my job to do this full time. I still needed a way to kind of create a business and I didn't have that yet. And that summit, even though I look at it as a learning experience, it was kind of like a I wouldn't say it failed, but it didn't do what I th- what I wanted it to do. And I realized why, which is why I went back and now I'm in the middle of my next second summit now. But yeah, man, dude, I would, I I don't know where I'd be right now if I didn't do a virtual summit. I can't imagine. Well, the other thing I'd left out of my story is you also messaged me, I think right after summit lab, you're like, 
hey, just to let you know, I quit my job and I'm, you know, <laughs> moving my family to a less expensive because I want to build this into, turn this into a business. I quit my job, sold my house, and I live with my mom, <laughs> with my wife and two kids. I'm not ashamed to say that. And I did that because I knew it was the only way I was going to be able to do this full time. And I took that leap of faith and that and I, that investment with that money from the house. And yeah, that's crazy. Well, yeah, and that's what I, I think, you know, I put this in the email this week to my list. And I said, you know, it's like people from the out that don't know you. They're like, well, he came out of nowhere. This is, you know, it's easy, this internet stuff. And it's the fact is you made a lot of sacrifice. You they made a lot of investment in yourself, not only in, you know, course and 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 time and all that, but also cutting off your own income stream to make basically burning the boats to make sure you, uh, you know, got it done. And now, you know, it just, it's interesting, the timing, because I just messaged you the other day, say, how's it going? You gave me your numbers. And I'm like, whoa, that is like, I, I ran to the kitchen, told my wife that, cause <laughs> you know, I'm like, this is, you know, such a great advertisement, if you will, or just case study on, you know, a lot of things, persistence, pivoting your kind of your target in your business because let, let, let's go to that topic your first summit was about fiction authoring right you got done with that and basically we had a few conversations we came up with our uh, a offer from a non-fiction point of view a, a basically bringing you into the non-fiction business of you know creating a you know author program with that included done for you summits and now you're your next iteration of your summit right now that's really outperforming is for, you know, nonfiction authors. And it focuses a lot on obviously publishing a book and so forth, but also all the other pieces that nonfiction authors can put into play. So talk about that. Like what, you know, was that a tough pivot? What, what kind of led you to that decision? Yeah, I wouldn't say it was a tough pivot. It definitely, I guess I didn't realize what I was getting into from doing that first summit and then going back and kind of restructuring and kind of retargeting what I wanted in my message and stuff like that. Yeah. So my first summit, I, I labeled it as fiction, but a lot of my speakers, and this was my mistake, a lot of my speakers were in the nonfiction world and the business, kind of the entrepreneurial mindset and stuff like that. And it was just because it's kind of who I connected with. I don't know why it was probably like I connected with one of them. They introduced me to somebody else and, and just kind of that was their network. And I just kind of flowed through the list. Um, so I went back and I realized just the fact that I labeled it as fiction to a lot of these speakers, audiences, they saw that and they're like, well, I'm not a fiction author. Like, uh, this does nothing for me. So I got 700 leads from my summit, which was pretty good. Um, definitely lower than I thought just based on what I saw, but from zero to 700 in like a week's time was huge. And me and you talk about this all the time. You were like, that's a business. Like you said that to me and it's, you're right. It is. Um, so I wanted to, I was thinking like, how can I retarget this and kind of rebrand it in a way that I don't have to go back and start from complete scratch, but I know there's something there that's just missing. So literally what I did was I changed the name from the Powerhouse Fiction Summit to the Powerhouse Authoring Summit, which I had 15 people on that. I went and found 15 more. So I went through the interview process of getting all that done and editing the videos and everything that I had to do for the first one. I went back and did for the second one. And I basically wanted a summit that was geared towards anybody and everybody in the authoring world. Um, even if you're not, say, you're into self-publishing, like there are people in here that you can get advice and tips and help, even if you're not into self-publishing. 
yes, most of these are self-publishing experts. I'm, I'm in self-publishing and stuff like that, but I wanted something that any author at any point in their career, whether they're aspiring and they haven't started, they're kind of brand new and they don't really know where to go where they're more established and maybe they're just looking for that next up. Like I wanted a place where these people could come and it would help them no matter where. And, and I ended up changing some copy. And I think I ended up being like, you know, the, the only summit where the only authoring summit that meets you where you are in your authoring journey. Cause I wanted to kind of be a one-stop shop to help everybody. Um, and I think that's why I've seen a huge increase in my leads this time. And of course the premium pass sales, um, or, or just way above the first one. Do you want to share any of those numbers? So that yeah, one, I don't care. So the first one, 700 leads, I only sold 25 premium pass, which I say only it is low, especially for people who have done summits before. But for me, I didn't have any, I, I had no income stream. I had like, so that felt pretty good. But again, so that's revenue. I think after affiliate commissions and stuff like that, I made like maybe like a couple thousand bucks, maybe just under. So it wasn't anything to write home about, but you know, it, it allowed me to take that money and kind of put it into the business and kind of restructure and get th to this one where I am now. And then right before we hopped on here, I checked the numbers and I'm right under 2,300 new leads. And I think like 160 premium pass sales, which is, I think it's just hovering over that 11,000 mark. So yeah, it's a lot different. <laughs> and I still got a few days to go. So hopefully that keeps going up. Yeah. I mean, typically you're bringing in about at least, you know, maybe a little more than half the week before, and then a few in the beginning of the week. And then, you know, there should be a chunk of the encore. So, you know, you could approach 15K and of course results will vary if those of you watching it's it's all different, but you see, I, I you know, a couple things point out here is one, the one that 700 is a business. 2300 is obviously a business. Um, I've, you know, I've seen you participate in some other things since then. Like, um, I don't know if you had been in like InfoStack before, but you were in the, the last pass of that. Uh, first time. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it opens doors. So from the, the email standpoint, that being a business that opens doors, that's, that's a significant, I, you know, I'm in some groups with people there, they're, you know, that are JV specific groups that don't have that many emails. And I, you know, to me, it really hurts when they're not building an email list. So I, you know, would you say it's worth doing just to build the email list compared to every other things you've done? If, yeah, if you have something to bring in after, that was my mistake too with the first one, um, which all credit to you. You told me from the start, have something to offer after, but I was like, with everything going on in my life, with the move and leaving the job, like I, my, my sole focus was the summit. So, you know, kicking myself now, but like I didn't have anything really to offer after. But yeah, man, now I have stuff to offer. So if I literally just had these emails and I didn't have any revenue on it before, I'd be like, it doesn't matter. I have these emails. I have something to drive them to. And that, that's really what I'm trying to do. If you're, if you really want to build your business up. And it works synergistically with the, the JVs you've met, right? So, I, I mean, I think uh, I've seen, you know, that's what prompted my email this week about you is like, I've seen from two of my favorite JV partners, emails praising you and kind of the same out of nowhere type of theme. Like, you know, I didn't know who this guy was, jumped on it, but I saw the names he's got and he's done a great summit, does great interviews. 
uh brian bernie wrote that uh kareen ferrara she did you know something like her new favorite person of the year was you so you know those are relationships too that's that's i mean those could be a business all on their own even without the email list but you put them together now you can promote their things they can promote yours every time you do that of course your list gets bigger as well so it, it has that that great approach um but let, give me your point of you know on the from where you that first phone call we had a few years ago <laughs> to now like the people you're conversing with on email i mean what does that feel like it feels surreal like when i saw those things from brian and karen like i i literally almost started crying because i know where i started and kind of what i've had to go through and and by no means am i out of the storm i'm currently in like this is my mom's house so i haven't i haven't gotten there yet but you know i've got goals and stuff like that but like to see what I was in and what I was trying to dig myself out of to where I am now. And then to see people like Brian, Bernie, Karen Ferreira, yourself, um, say those nice things. It's like, it's literally like, it makes me tear up. And I, sometimes I have to like walk away because I don't want to see, I don't want my daughter to see me cry, but like, daddy what's wrong. And then I have to explain to her like, it's a happy cry. Cause I don't think she understands that yet, but man, it means the world. I love it. It's, it's just such a crazy feeling. And I, you know, we, you and I were talking about this offline, but, um, or right before we hit record, I should have hit record, but the, <laughs> the idea that there's some, some of these people you meet, you know, you're going to get that reaction. Some are kind of like, yeah, I'm not so sure yet. And yet you've got this list of 2,300 plus whatever you had before. Now you can start showing other people, you know, that you can, you can help that you're building a business and. Really, a lot of, uh, you know, the people I work with, a lot of the partners I work with, you know, they're, they're cognizant, you know, they're paying attention of the, to the fact, is somebody building their list or kind of letting it go? And we had a conversation about someone who's kind of let it go before. We've had a conversation about a, another person that's needs more proof. You're legit. I've had that where people come to me and said, God, you're way more legit than I thought based on some of the people I've interviewed or, um, I, I got Frank Kern to write the forward of a book. And they're like, oh, that, that was what the, where that legit comment came. But, you know, those are the types of things. Now I can reach out some partners that I was like afraid to reach out to a couple of years ago. I could shoot them an email and said, hey, would you promote this? Or would you write a chapter in a, a book of mine or write the foreword? Or can you give me a, you know, I'm sending people emails that say, can you give me a two sentence testimonial about this? And uh, because they've worked with me, they can't. And and, you know, I see the same thing going on with you. And it's like, ah, it's just so cool to see. And the, the funny thing is, you know, Tom Poland, who I just, you know, I've met through summits just within the last four months. One of the things he teaches and says is like, look, your email list is to sell other people's stuff. Their list is to sell yours. So meeting those JV partners, that's critical to building a business. That's what you're doing. The foundation, you're building the foundation, you know, but the you know, those partnerships are going to go a long way. And that email list goes a long way to, to even procuring those. Cause then you'll, you'll talk to people and they, they want to match list sizes. They want to connect you with others that, you know, and you're on your way up and that's, that's great for everybody involved. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's like make these relationships now. And it's like, you get basically free advertising when you make these good relationships. And it's like, Hey, I'll promote your stuff. And then you promote that. You don't have to go sink all this money at Facebook ads and google ads just to get these you know cold leads in you've got a relationship they're going to introduce you basically to their list which is warm if not hot leads and they've already got that kind of sense of trust because they trust the list they're on so when for example like if you or karen or brian introduces 
something to your list about me, when they see me, they automatically feel more trusting to me and they feel more comfortable with me just because it came from somebody that they trust, like you and Karen or Brian and stuff like that. So yeah, it makes, it's a huge thing to have these relationships. It can't be overstated. So what do you know, what, what's your, um, as part of your pivot, and this is another just great point of this you, you mentioned that, okay, well, I didn't really have something after the summit that first time, but the fact of the matter is you, that was, that was actually made it important that you get the summit done because you weren't quite sure what you're going to do next. So I don't know that that I would have actually uh, said to follow that now that I, in retrospect, because some people have to get the summit done to kind of figure out where they're going. And, uh, you know, I think you did in that case where now you're, you know, you love writing fiction, but you're you're also very keep, you know, I, I've seen what you can do and technically and, and, you know, you can help people build funnels and help people do summits. And you've taken the kind of the, the, you know, you sent the email said, okay, summit two is coming out. And I'm like, I didn't even know it to summit two. Is coming out. <laughs> I mean, I knew you were thinking, planning it, but you know, you took the cartridge template we had and just, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, look at, he changed that one thing yet. You know, so I'm checking that out. I'm like, ah, it's so cool. But as far as the pivot goes, you know, what's, What's your big thing now? Like, what's your big flagship product and your core offer? What's, you know, wh where is that taking your business? Yeah. So I really, like I said, with the first one, I was like, I didn't have anything. I could have thrown something together. And listen, I've done this. I've made the mistake of, and I apologize to my list. So if anybody's on my list that sees this, like kind of just throwing something at the wall to see what sticks. So it feels probably kind of icky to my list. Sometimes I'm like this week I'm throwing this out because I just like, I need something. I need revenue. Like, Oh, they didn't take that. So I'm going to throw this next thing out and see if they buy. And it's like, you know, I, I, I kind of did it. I don't know. It felt kind of rushed and I didn't have anything established. And again, I waited too long after my summit to start doing this. So it was like, you need to do it right after your summit, if not during your summit to get that you're fresh on these people's minds, your authority. We've talked about this. I've heard you say this a hundred times. Your authority is at an all-time high. These people look at you as an expert, you know, somebody they can trust. They've seen on screen, you know, for an entire week talking to 30 people. So yeah, now my focus is, you know, try to get the right people into my, basically my authoring coaching program so I can help guide them kind of wherever they are, whether they're just starting out and they need help getting through the process, first draft, second draft, put their book on Amazon, get it in front of more readers, help with the email, like whatever it is, like I want to be able to help people meet people where they are and take them on this kind of journey with me through like a 12 month program and basically be that guide and that person for them that they can call to for questions that they need answers to or advice, or maybe they just need a kick in the pants because they can't, they've missed three days of writing and they hop on there and tell me they're struggling. I'm like, well, here's your kick in your pants, get going. So I really want to be able to help people where I was and kind of build them into where they want to be. And summits, I think, can be a part of that too, because I think for people who are ready to kind of shift their authoring to more of like a business mindset, which I think everybody should think about or at least consider. Yeah, summits too. I definitely, I'll never, I'll never not recommend somebody do a summit seeing what it can do. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where my head's at right now. You know, I think, you know, with the economy and everything going on globally with the economy, you know, inflation, all that stuff. I mean, people really need to start thinking about what are their other sources of income and, um, you know, you're, you're helping them do that. So that's, that's really cool. And the other thing is, you know, it's tough, like you can probably vouch for this, but somebody that's 
you, you know, I struggle with this all the time. It's like, well, everybody knows that. Why would they listen to me for that? The fact is you're offering that help. There's always somebody that's a few steps behind that need, you know, they could go a lot faster if they got some help. So that's, you know, that's why I like that, especially after a summit too, that the, the either coaching or some kind of done for you product, or, you know, even a course to help people that are, you know, they're there, they're like, okay, this was awesome. This summit was awesome. What, what can I do next? And if it's nothing, then they're kind of just, they're on to the next thing. <laughs> what the heck? But two, yeah. me and you had this conversation and I will not go into details because I don't want to call anybody out, but it's like, if I do something and then Joe Schmo does the exact same thing, like let's say our programs or services are exactly the same. There are going to be people that want me and trust me. There are going to be people that want Joe and trust Joe. It doesn't matter that they're the same. Like you, to think anything's original now, like it's pretty tough to come up with something original. Like that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help serve the people that feel comfortable and called to be with me, even if it's similar to somebody else's. And to be like, if I can't help you, or I feel like I'm not the right fit for you, but hey, I know somebody who might be. Like it doesn't matter that it's the same thing. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it's, you're, we, if you look at everybody as a potential partner, you're much better off. It's, it, you know, because I think like I see your future at least having one spoke of summits on there. Oh, That's just sure. more opportunity for you and I to work together, not less. And but like our connection early on, I've told you, yeah. that, like I felt like instantly it's not safe. That sounds weird, but it's like <laughs> instant, <laughs> instantly like, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't feel like I was being misled or hard sold or like i felt i could feel and hear it like a genuine sincerity in your voice to help and want to provide any kind of guidance whether i gave you my money or not and i want to do that for people and that's why i think i came back to you a year later and i think that's why our relationship has continued to grow and i consider you a friend even though we haven't met like there's that connection that was really almost kind of instant where you get those the opposite too with people and you're like I don't care how much you can help me. Like, I don't want to be in business with you. I don't want, I want, I don't want your help. Like that happens. And I could be that to people like that's okay. Uh, you know, I mean, summits actually exposed that both good and bad. Yeah. Um, that, that's why I love them. Cause you kind of see like who's acting like they got it all together or they've got a great audience and who's mm -hmm. is not and, or who's willing to actually share and do those things and it helps you kind of weed that out. Now it's, you know, it's, there's some effort that goes into it and, but the results are, and, and by the way, I mean, there's huge benefits to someone like, you know, that's on the other side of it. So like in our case, it's like, yeah, okay. You could argue, well, that's my personality, what it is anyway. So that's, you know, that helped, I suppose, but you could argue like, well, I was helping you to maybe you buy something later. That's not the, to me, the, the huge benefit is we can partner later. So it doesn't always have to be me reaching out to, you know, peers to cross promote stuff. It's like if somebody's up and coming, they're going to be building a list. That's almost a better person to partner with because they're, they're hustling. They're, you know, our audiences are perfectly compatible to, you know, for both directions. So that's pretty cool. What's your one piece of advice for authors looking to build an audience? And this is, you know, this is about marketing and bestsellers, but I think in your case now, I mean, you know, if you wanted to release a book, how different is it now that you've built an audience and they kind of know more about you than just the name on the book as a fictional. Yeah. So, and I, and I, I have two different lists. I have a business side of my list and I have an authoring side of my list and I separate them because content's different for what this list is looking for and what this list is looking for. But yeah, man, like 
the process now from where I started to now, it's like I can almost on demand, once I got a book ready, it's just it's pretty seamless, it's the flow of things. I know exactly what I need to do for my cover, editing, formatting, how to get everything set up in my KDP dashboard with Amazon. Um, I know how to get a really big kind of spike early on uh, with a new book that can kind of push me into uh, you know those top categories on Amazon um, that can make a big difference for visibility and stuff like that too. Um, so it's so it's so crazy how much different it is now, and yeah, a list. If you don't have a list, I can't imagine how you could make it doing anything. Whether you're just authoring and you just want to sell more books, or you're an author and you want to build a business side. Like without a list on either side, I don't know where you go. And to me, a summit, especially for my business side, is just been far beyond just the top priority and traffic driver for me and i don't i can't i don't know if anything else that would kind of that would ever trump that but, you know it's, it's interesting you bring that up because i think for me not that this is going to be something i'm going to teach necessarily but there's some people out there like people we know that we've both interviewed that that do teach this but it is going to be an, a point of emphasis going forward that because i think a lot of authors uh especially just kind of uh, the list building is for later and really well that should start even while you're writing your book um and there's ways to do that, virtual summits and, and you know, other things you can do because you're right. I, I don't know how you build a business in this without getting control of access to your audience. So. And, and I absolutely, that's a great point. You can build your list and you should build your list. If you've never published before, don't, I, <laughs> I basically did everything backwards. I got all my stuff published and done and then I started working. It was like, you could do and you should do all that stuff before into the lead up of getting your book done. It's a little bit more work, but you'll be so thankful that you did. And you're not scrambling after the fact to get an email list going, get people on that list, figure out how to basically get people in your list on demand. It's like, do it early on and you will be thanking yourself. I promise. That's what I, you know, I did the wrong thing too. I just, you know, I got the book done. You're exhausted. It's like, I got to come up with some kind of opt in inside the, you know, freebie. It's like, that should all be part of it when you're planning the entire book out. And you waste also you do the if you try to launch and you don't have some way to get those people onto an email list that kind of buy through all the promotion sources that's crazy that you just spend all that money and really what you want them is on the list you don't want the 30 cents from the kindle royalty or whatever um i mean you do want that too but anyway philip thanks a lot what's the best way for people to get a hold of you these days what's your we'll put the link right below this video but yeah you can you can just email me directly it's just philip at philipsduncan.com that's you know philip with one l like the bible um and then yeah you can check me out at the uh powerhouse authoring summit.com as well too if you're interested so awesome philip thanks again everybody thanks for checking this out and we will see you on the next amazing session take it easy hey everybody thanks for joining me on this episode of book profit secrets you know abraham lincoln once said if he had six hours to chop down a tree he would spend the first four sharpening his axe that's what this podcast is meant to do that's also what we do on our site our companion site ray.fm so check us out there and sharpen your axe increase your influence income and audience we'll see you next time